Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. The challenges facing Caritas Internationales are the challenges that face the world's poorest people. We want to be witness of love of God, to show the people this is how God loves all the people. We can't be in nice offices. We have to be out dirty and bruised. This week on Vatican Viewpoint, we're zooming in on Caritas Internationales. That's the umbrella organization for the Catholic Church's humanitarian outfits in all corners of the globe. Caritas Internationalis, which is Latin for international love or charity, held its 22nd General Assembly from the 11th to the 16th of May 2023 in Rome. And in this episode, we're going to hear from the new top leadership to get a sense of the organization's focus for the next four years. Somebody will help you. Nobody will be forgotten. People who support each other. That conviction really creates hope for the life. You see, we cannot bring the hope from outside. We can bring the food and materials, everything from outside and give it to the people in difficulties. But we cannot bring the hope and give it to the people in the difficulties. So we can be a friend. We can walk together. We can be with them so that they can be assured that they are not forgotten. So from that they can clearly create the hope to survive. That's Archbishop Isao Kikuchi, the Archbishop of Tokyo, Japan. He's just been elected the new president of the Caritas Confederation. Caritas Internationalis, or the Caritas Organization itself, is the second biggest humanitarian aid agency in the world after the Red Cross Internationalis. So it is well known as a professional NGO to give the assistance to the people in the difficult situation. But Actually, it is not only that we are NGO, but we are much more than that. Caritas and its 162 national member organizations carry out the Church's mission to show God's love for people in concrete humanitarian assistance. As the New Testament book of James says, Christians can't just tell someone who is freezing and hungry, keep warm and well-fed. Faith, notes St. James, is dead unless it is accompanied by action. Maybe I should share one story that... In Japan, after the tsunami and that earthquake disaster in 2011, the Caritas Japan managed to send the volunteers to the, all the people in the local areas. They established the volunteer bases. There, there are no, no Christians, no Christians at all. After some years, all the other NGOs just disappeared, probably, and then but the Caritas still remained in the disaster-hit area. And people started to call these volunteers Mr. Caritas, Miss Caritas. These are the real Caritas work. The role of the president within Caritas Internationalis, along with two vice presidents and three people appointed by the Pope plus one elected member, is to serve as an executive board overseeing the charity's work. Archbishop Kikuchi says the mission is to remind people that they are not forgotten. 1995, I was a volunteer of Caritas Japan, uh, sent to the refugee camp in Rwanda, refugee camp in Bukavu, Zaire at that time. There I met a number of refugees. Of course, everything was missing. No food, 
no clothings, no shelters, and people are in need of everything. And then second time when I went to the camp, I met some of the leaders and asking what, what do they need? And I was expecting the leader to tell me that the, oh, we need food, we need education, we need the medication, we need a shelter or something like that, this kind of the long list of the, the needs. But rather than that, he said, oh, father, you come from Japan. So when you go back to Japan, tell them that we are still here. We are all forgotten. And that really shocked me. Now let's go to Kirsty Robertson. Delegates in Rome just elected her as the Caritas Vice President, in addition to her role as the CEO of Caritas Australia. We came into this meeting with an understanding that we were here to build relationships, to rebuild relationships, but also to set ourselves a new course, a new path for the Confederation. The General Assembly is held every four years in Rome and offers a chance to renew Caritas's mission through new strategic and financial frameworks. It's kind of like a general chapter for a religious order. We launched our new strategic framework that shows the shared value of the mission of this wonderful work of Caritas Internationalis. Our members are all committed to working together to find new ways of building fraternity, new ways of seeking to serve the world's poorest people. Caritas Internationalis oversees the work of local Caritas outfits, which do the real heavy lifting, but the umbrella organization can ramp up local efforts and so needs to have a good idea of what's going on in the world. Right now we're looking at conflict across Ukraine, parts of the Middle East, Afghanistan. There are challenges around climate change and how that's affecting the communities we serve in Oceania and in Africa and many other crises that exist. And so the challenges of Caritas Internationales are not necessarily about us as an organisation. We want to keep the focus Focus on the people that we serve today in our meetings. You're listening to Vatican Viewpoint. We're getting to the heart of Caritas. We've heard from new members of the board. Now let's talk to the man whose job is to deal with the operational side of things. The world is changing all the time. I mean, at the moment, it's Sudan. If we'd been sitting even at Christmas, I don't think we'd have said Sudan was necessarily the next one. That's Alastair Dutton. He's the new Secretary General of Caritas Internationalis, previously serving as Executive Director of Caritas Scotland. We're not necessarily saying individual countries, but what we need to have is the structure and the capacity so when Sudan happens, we can respond to Sudan. When Ukraine is happening, we can respond in Ukraine. And to be clear, yes, the world has become more fragile and we have much greater inequality. The climate emergency is hurting the poorest first, first and worst. And they are the ones who have done the least to cause it. And then there are the man-made, the conflicts that we're seeing in so many different places. Speaking about Ukraine, Mr Dutton has high praise for the work of the two Caritas organizations there amidst the pain caused by Russia's war. We have two members in Ukraine because of different rights of the church. But what those two agencies have managed to achieve in Ukraine is absolutely phenomenal. They and the Red Cross are the largest networks by a country mile and the amount of work they've been able to do. And then, as I was saying, how we can 
bring our support to them. The trick is not to think it all on my plate. Firstly, I will go mad. But secondly, I won't be able to do it. And I wouldn't do it so well. The question is to the people in Ukraine, what do you need? What do you need to go from... They weren't zero at all, but they've certainly gone to hero. As we said, Caritas Internationalis has a new strategic plan to guide it through the next four years. So five priorities. One is about the relationship with the church and and how we work closely as part of the church, how we respond to emergencies, integral human development, working on different issues of advocacy. And then the last one is the capacity building and how we make sure that our organisations have the capacity to be able to respond when they need to and to get involved as they want to. Prayer plays a big part in the work of Caritas, and that spiritual aspect helps the church's charitable arm remember that people are suffering in conflicts that have long been forgotten by the world and global media. Caritas has to be on the periphery. We can't be comfortable in the center. We need to be dirty and bruised. We need to have the dirt under our fingernails. And we need to be evangelized ourselves by the poor. We need to go out and search for where we are being guided by the Spirit and to really listen to that voice of, of those who are on the margins, who are on the peripheries, who suffer injustice. Because we need to hear them in order to know how to respond to them. Thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint. We'll be back again next week.